just saw a photo of Kane Williamson and David Warner uh, on the front page of the Herald Sun. They're in full PPE, which is a weird look for a cricketer, uh, because they're over in India, and that's a disaster unfolding in India. It's already unfolded. Uh, coronavirus has gone nuts over there. Now the thing about that is, um, people who are, and this is the sort of point of this episode, uh, excuse me, I have to move. Um, the thing about that is, uh, people who are connected to India and with India um, are feeling it more than the rest of us. Um, now, um, should should we be feeling? it uh, as much as those people are uh, because we know that if we did get connected to India uh, we would um, the example I heard on the radio is for example Pat Cummins um, they're all over there for the IPL and all that sort of stuff Pat Cummins I think donated $50,000 um, to uh, the task of getting more oxygen into Delhi um, McCain Williamson and David Warner were heading into Delhi for some reason, but they were dressed head to toe in the full spacesuit, which is bizarre. Imagine that. You know? um, that's just to go on the bus. Oh, that's how crazy it is in Delhi. Um, there's disasters happening in other places in the world. Uh, my goddaughter, for example, is connected with um, Ethiopia, and there's disasters going on over there. And, um, and she's very connected to that. And, um, and that affects her, you know, but perhaps, I don't know, I haven't asked her, India affects her less than Ethiopia does. And uh, for, for Pat Cummins, for example, I'm sure that um, Ethiopia affects him um, less than India does at the moment because he's connected with India. A lot of cricketers really fall in love with India. Um, India is the sort of place I think that you will fall in love with if you get to know it, if you get over there with your baked beans like Shane Warne did. Um, yeah, notable cricketers, Brett Lee, uh, Shane Warne, uh, Dean Jones, Dino, um, and all these people um, have totally fallen in love with India and got connected to it. Um, now, um, the way to an easier life is to stay disconnected from trouble spots, places where trouble could happen. And um, this is an interesting thought, um, because that's me, really. Uh, I have no connection with Ethiopia, India, or anywhere else. Uh, I pretty much live in my own little bubble here, in Essendon, in Australia. Uh, now that's an interesting thing. So am I a bad person? Well, yes, um, because I, I, um, uh, I know that, um, I know that if I were connected with India, I would be moved to do something about, you know, maybe maybe even send $10 towards some oxygen, you know, because there's people actually um, suffocating in, in their cars because they can't get a hospital bed, suffocating, you know. Wouldn't you send $10 across the, to, towards that? And why aren't I? Um, and uh, why aren't I doing anything for the Tigrayans in Ethiopia, who are also under fire, literally. Um, I could be sending money across there, 
and um, same goes for a whole lot of other places in a lot of trouble as well. Alright then, um, now, uh, possibly, I mean I haven't even thought this through, a good person is someone who um, does something for someone, you know, and that person isn't me. Um, but is it a wrong thing to do, as a little princess used to say, is it a wrong thing to do to kind of deliberately uh, not um, get emotionally involved with any place uh, that is likely to need you to get more heavily involved because you know it's one of those troubles those hotspots you know like um india very crowded so if a virus is going to come along you know um it's going to wreak havoc um ethiopia you know, has a war every 20 years uh you know massive slaughter every 20 years or so and probably has done so for the last 3,000 years so even in the peacetime moment in between those wars you know, do you fall in love with the place or do you stay away? Uh, putting aside the possibility that you're just curious and you want to get, get to know a place for that reason, but then you end up falling in love anyway. But is it a wrong thing to do if you're not all that curious or if you are curious, but only in a sort of um, a Googleish sort of way, you know, where you take an interest in places like Ethiopia and India and all these other places, uh, but only in an academic sort of way, you know? Um, studying their history and all that sort of stuff, but not getting to know anybody from any of those places. That's me, you see. Now, is it a wrong thing to do? Um, I don't know whether I'll be able to come up with an answer for that, but here's the thing. Um, one knows that if one did get connected to any of these places, one would definitely uh, be freaking out and trying to do something for these places. Now, intellectually, I sort of, logically, I sort of think, well, given that I know that, I would be reacting that way if I got to know anybody from India or Ethiopia or anywhere else. Given that I know that, um, shouldn't I do something um, anyway? Because uh, with that, excuse me, I've got to... With that, because, simply because I know that I would, if I um, educated me myself a bit more, both um, intellectually and emotionally. So given that I know that I would, then should I? There's a thing. Um, um, so this reminds me a little bit of my, um, my wife's grandfather who once said, um, you, you get to fall in love. You, you have a little bit of choice as regards what, who you fall in love with or what you fall in love with. And he used to say, you can just as easily fall in love with someone who's got a lot of money and a job as someone who hasn't. So why wouldn't you fall in love with the guy with the cash and the job? That's what he used to say. And it's hard to beat that logic, I think. Um, and, and this goes for falling in love with other countries and other cultures and all that sort of stuff. If you uh, don't get too connected, um, you'll never feel all that guilty if you do nothing. Uh, should you feel guilty? Uh, I 
possibly think that you should do something for someone, but not for everyone, only because of the practical consideration. Uh, but then again, I, I don't, you know, I don't feel all that guilty. So, uh, you know, I sort of think, well, you know, I could help India out right now and send $100. See, as I think about that, I think I should. $100 towards the oxygen relief effort. Um, and I should do something for the Tigrayans too. Maybe go into the city square and march for their um, their rights or something. Um, and for a whole lot of other people too. Um, and at that point, look, probably the right thing to do, uh, because it's not wrong to ignore any one of these things, because Indians, no doubt, even rich ones are ignoring Ethiopia, and Ethiopians, even wealthy ones, are probably ignoring India at the moment. So there's nothing wrong with ignoring something bad happening in a given country. Probably the right thing to do is, well, there's two, two scenarios. You, you may be connected with some uh, group that is having a hard time. And that could be even a, an identity group, like, you know, LGBT, all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, Indigenous Australians, all that sort of thing. I'm getting a little bit more connected, intellectually at least, with Indigenous Australians lately. Uh, you, um, I forget what I was going to say there. I've got too many people walking around. Um, it's not wrong, I think, to ignore any given charity, if you like. Um, uh, but one probably should do something for someone so that everyone's doing something. That's my gut feeling. Now I'm doing nothing for anyone, really, just for my own family and friends and loved ones and all that sort of stuff. I keep it small, uh, but maybe I should be doing something for someone. And, and But then who, you know? Um, and one, and intellectually, I sort of think, well, I'm, you know, I'm not connected with any of these mobs or identity groups or anything. I'm not connected to any of them. I'm not linked, connected to anybody who's in a difficult spot um, and needs people to step up and help. Desperately need that. So my feeling is you could just, you know, probably what the right thing to do would be, would be to put all, you know, put all the names of all the countries doing it tough into a hat and all the, and um, all the identity groups who are doing it tough into a hat too and um, shaking it all up, picking one out and then contributing to that cause. But make it random because that's the only way you could do it in a fair way. Um, now, what, now, once you did that, um, yeah, that would be your cause. Celeb. Celebra? <laughs> that would be your cause. Uh, but then what do you do um, you know, if someone says to you, this is a, there's a disaster happening in, happening in India, you must do something. You know, you can't just stand here and let people starve of oxygen, you know, or in other times, even when there's no coronavirus, you know, you can't just let people die, you know, live in poverty like that, do something, you know. And, you know, someone who's into, causes Indian, might say that to me and I'd sort of be able to say, well, actually I'm, you know, I, I, contribute, I contribute monthly to World Wildlife Fund or something. Or something. Hey, did um, Prince Charles, and no, Prince um, Philip had something to do with that, I think, World Wildlife Fund, I think he did. 
he also shot a tiger in India on one occasion, but he said that was not inconsistent with trying to protect wildlife, he said. In fact, I was helping. That was 40, 50 years ago. Um, so that's what you probably should do, and probably it would be an okay thing to do, uh, to say, no, I can't help you. you know, I can't, and I don't want to, in fact, I want to shut my ears a little bit because I don't want to get connected. You know, I don't want to. I don't want you to tell me. In um, I don't want to know in too much detail how bad it is in India. Um, now I sound really terrible here, but I think this is what everybody does just about. Uh, and I don't want to really know how bad it is in Tigray either. You know, someone from Ethiopia comes up to me, um, and. Um, there was that refugee crisis where everyone was under pressure uh, when that poor little kid, you know, washed up on a beach. Um, Alan, who might have been Alan, uh, and his photo was all over the world and people were crying their eyes out and going down to the city square and all that sort of stuff in every major city in the world, crying their eyes out for the refugees who were drowning in the Mediterranean. And at that point in time, I didn't really want to... Now, imagine I was contributing. In fact, I might have been contributing to animal welfare back then. Um, I had to stop it for some reason. Um, but that's me. It's not about me, really, uh, all of this. Um, but if I was already giving to the animals at that point in time, was it a wrong thing for me to do? To say, look, just because everybody is... Uh, emotionally involved because they have a photo of a child who drowned in the Mediterranean. Um, you know, like, does that mean I have to, or should I, you know? Um, and if so, you know, because I'm not connected at that point. Um, and if so, like there's been drownings in the Mediterranean only in the last couple of weeks and I've been watching them. Um, and all those people who were crying back then aren't crying now. So should they be crying now? If I should have cried back then, it's a it's a tricky thing. Look, you know, you could talk about this till the cows come home, but in the end, I think you should have one cause at least where you're helping someone out. That's what I think. And I might have to do that. I need to get that hat. <laughs>